0: CHAPTER 43 OF THE SOCIAL WAR OF 1900, OR THE CONSPIRATORS AND LOVERS. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION, OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY MEG Turasek, THE SOCIAL WAR OF 1900, OR THE CONSPIRATORS AND LOVERS, BY SIMON LANDIS. CHAPTER 43 THE BLOODY Conspirators MOBBED The night at Tabernacle Hall, when the bloody conspirators had a row, on account of Deacon Rob Stew's peculiar sentiments, which caused almost fatal assaults upon the deacon and Reverend Joe Peer, it seemed that they could not finish all their plans and at that part of their proceedings, when Dr. Toy Pansy announced that he believed the deacon was expiring, another hubbub arose that nearly amounted to a terrific fight amongst the holy saints. But the dignified and influential Sister Nancy Clover nipped the thing in the bud by her cool and determined eloquence. The cause of this hubbub was the various expressions of the saints— Upon learning from Dr. Toy Pansy that Deacon Robs Stew was dying, several downtrodden brothers, who despised the usurping deacon, cried out, Thank the Lord! He is dying! Which immediately aroused the friends of the deacon, who mourned and lamented heartily the dying state of the heroic man of the elect, and who shouted, SILENCE, APOSTATES! Instantly the latter moved to assault the former, when Sister Nancy Clover cried out vehemently, SHAME! SHAME! BROTHERS! BE MEN, NOT BRUTES! If these dissensions are permitted to continue, I feel assured that we shall be our own destroyers, which will prove that we are Dr. Juno's best friends. I have, therefore, one single question to put to you, which I wish you to answer as soon as you understand it. Who do you love best, Dr. Juno or Deacon Rob Stew, and for which of the two will you work as a unit, for you are compelled to choose between the two antagonistic causes which these two heroes advocate? i ask emphatically for which will you work as a unit until you die like lightning a tremendous unanimous cry rent the air for deacon rob stew so i thought said nancy clover soberly therefore be silent until i go to the deacon's side with brother pansy and learn the state of our beloved brother's health whilst sister nancy clover and dr Pansy were examining the deacon the saints were exchanging words on their favorite topic of destroying dr juno's influence they esteemed it impolitic to make attempts upon his life because he has too many friends amongst even some of the religious denominations besides too many people believe since he was sent to the county prison for publishing an obscene book that we were instrumental in sending him there moreover many believe that we had him incarcerated in the lunatic asylum and have tried to murder him therefore we must not be too bold in our work but there are plenty of ways to ruin his reputation THE PHYSICIAN-IN-CHIEF HAS GIVEN US A CAPITAL PLAN, AND WE MAY GET ADDITIONAL NEW IDEAS THAT WILL DO THE WORK. Whilst THE SAINTS WERE THUS ENGAGED IN THE PLEASANT ANTICIPATION OF SEEING THIS VILE INNOVATOR RUINED, SISTER NANCY CLOVER RETURNED TO THE HALL AND SAID, BELOVED SAINTS, OUR WORTHY DEACON IS DANGEROUSLY ILL, BUT I HAVE HOPES THAT HE WILL RECOVER, and there is one thing for us to take into serious consideration and decide the matter before we adjourn. That is, what excuse shall we make to the outside world and the uninitiated saints for the absence from society of both the deacon and Reverend Joe Pier? Because we dare not let them go home, where their friends and saints who do not know of our sacredly secret conclave, will have an opportunity to visit them, as they would ask too many questions about the where and the how they received such awful blows. It would be impossible to lie out of the matter, and therefore it would assuredly leak out that something most mysterious and incomprehensible was on the tapas, which some of these prying religious brethren and sisters would be determined to ferret out. It is our duty to keep our private matters entirely hid under a bushel, thereby keep the members of the sacredly secret conclave above suspicion. "'Beloved sister, you are a Trump at all times,' responded Mr. Grumbler. "'I do not know if I am a Trump or not.' brother grumbler but i can assure you that i can prophesy what will come of us all if we are careless our own salvation lies in shrewdness and vigorous business tact prayers to god asking him to do our work will not answer in such cases that does well enough to hoodwink zealots and drones but it cannot answer practical saints like us Who have work responsible work to perform said she i think the best way to manage this matter will be to spread a report that the brethren were called suddenly away from home a report like this can be started without letting anyone know that it came from any of us who are of the conclave responded a brother probably that is the best that we can do at any rate should we remove them to their homes and they would not expose the matter when in their right minds it is still unsafe to trust them as long as they are delirious betimes moreover i am not sure but what brother Pierre will go back on the conclave he is such a coward and therefore may never come to the hall again or should he see danger breeding on our side, and behold safety on the side of even Dr. Juno, he would fly to him for succor, and expose and have us forthwith arrested. Therefore, beloved saints, you see into what great danger this fight amongst the saints of the conclave has brought us. I do not want you to think that I am cowardly, But duty compels me to be prudent and wise lest our holy cause will be lost forever i am then in favor of keeping brothers stew and peer closely confined guarded and carefully nursed in this place until they are well and promise to continue their allegiance and spread a report as the brother proposed that they left home on an important mission "'Brother Pierre raves frequently in a delirious state "'and threatens exposure and vengeance to those who have assaulted him. "'I move, then, that we adjourn to meet tomorrow evening. "'And in the meantime, one of the faithful sisters, Dr. Toy Pansy, and myself, "'will provide comfortable beds and nursing for the sick,' said Sister Nancy Clover." The conclave adjourned, all feeling gloomy over the work of the night. They had their eyes opened wide to the danger of quarrels amongst themselves. Nancy Clover had no fears of either of the sick brothers that they would desert the cause, or expose anything in their delirium. Really, Brother Pierre was never yet delirious, but she wanted to completely subdue the spirit of rebellion and quarrelling, and now was the opportunity to work effectually. She was a long-headed woman, who would not stop at anything to gain her end. The sacredly secret conclave met regularly every evening for a week, which aroused the suspicion of Pat O'Connor, who was sure that some new diviltry was a breedin' and Pat connived with some of his friends to oust them from their hiding-places. There was great anxiety in the religious world, asking where Deacon Rob Stew and Reverend Joe Peer were, and whilst the Saints of the Conclave spread their report, as already known by the reader, Pat O'Connor and his friends started an opposite report, which was, however, not made too public but was only talked about among those who were suspicious of the sanctimonious, who assisted in convicting and imprisoning Dr. Juno, and who could not see any crime in the latter. Therefore, on the evening previous to a great religious celebration, the conclave were in session, having much business before them, when the sentinel stepped into the hall and said, "'A stranger is insisting to be admitted. What can I do to pacify him, for he will not go away from the outside door?' The President Protem said, "'Take two or three brethren with you, and go out to him, and ask him to leave, and if he will not leave, go for a policeman and have him arrested.' As they opened the outside door, a crowd of policemen and citizens rushed in and overpowered the sentinel and his companions. End of chapter 43 Recording by Mag